Grand Canyon University makes earning your degree possible with over 130 academic programs for traditional campus students with more than 80 bachelor's programs offered online. GCU provides you with the personal support you need from complimentary unofficial transcript evaluations within 24 business hours to scholarships, academic support, and your GCU graduation team led by your own university counselor. Find your purpose at GCU. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It is the Jesse Kelly Show. Let's have some fun. And it's going to be a bit of a roller coaster tonight. Well, we have Senator Mike Leon. He's coming on about actually 45 minutes from now because he actually has solutions to this baby formula shortage. And I thought that was something probably everyone could use. So Senator Mike Lee is coming. We're going to talk about the lack of humanity inside the communists. Joe Biden, of course, went up to Buffalo today had a bunch of reprehensible things to say, and I'm going to get to that in just a second. The blue states versus the red states. Yet another difference is becoming crystal clear, and you might have to move. All that and much more coming up tonight on the Jesse Kelly Show. We get to emails. I don't know if we'll get to phone calls. I don't, I don't, know. I don't know about that, but right now, let's dig into the big news of the day. What is that? Joe Biden, Joe Biden went to Buffalo and I'm going to say something right now and it's almost undoubtedly going to be hard to hear that uh, sand in between your toes feeling just not the best feeling in the world, but I do, I, I want to bring it home for how these people think. How do our leaders think? How do they talk? What just happened in Buffalo? A nut job walks into a supermarket 
and mows down a bunch of people, kills 10. I saw one picture was a 77-year-old woman, I believe, who was there. She goes every Sunday to shop for groceries and then goes down and gives those groceries out to people in need. And she'd been doing this, I think, for 25 years. She was in that supermarket, and now she's gone. 77 years of service on this earth, and she met her end being gunned down by some nut job in a grocery store in Buffalo. Now, I need to explain the difference between you and the communist. This is the era where we have instant news. And understand how different that is. Understand how much of a delay there was on getting the news for really the rest of mankind. Huge news. I mean, huge news. Let's uh, forget about modern day. Let's, let's go back 2,000 years ago when Jesus was walking the earth before Christmas people killed him. No, no, seriously. When Jesus was walking the earth, you could have a major city, the capital city of your nation. You could have the capital city fall to a foreign invader. And if you were too far away from that capital city, it might be days or weeks or months before you found out someone else was running the country. And that's wild to think about, right? But that's how it was. News is going to travel to you as fast as the horse can travel and no faster. Even forget about ancient history. Let's go back to 1990. It's not that long ago. 1990. Yes, there was cable news. There's no question about it in the 24-hour cable news cycle. But if you were at work, then let's say you're at the plant and something huge, I mean, gigantic happens. Some world leader gets assassinated. Some mass shooting. You're not going to find out about that. Not until you get home that night. You could very well go eight, ten hours in a workday and not find out about a gigantic event until you walked in the front door of your home and your wife says, honey, did you see? And you're like, what? No, what? Huh? That era is gone. We currently are in the era where our news is instant. It's as it's happening. That is unique in human history. We've never had that before. That phone you're holding in the palm of your hand right now. Get off your phone while you're listening to the Jesse Kelly show. No, I'm kidding. But that phone you're holding in the palm of your hand right now, you can actually watch crimes take place. People will live stream their crimes, these extra sickos. And what happens when you find out about something like what happened in Buffalo? What happens with you? And you're going to think this is normal, so you probably haven't thought about it. You're doing what? You're checking your phone for the updates. Oh, my gosh. Oh, there's a shooting in Buffalo. What's your first thought? Oh, everybody. Oh, I hope, I hope everyone's okay. I hope they stop him. Oh, no. I'm, oh, I just, I just refreshed my Twitter page, and I got a text from my sister. People are dying. Oh, no. I this is awful. I hope, I hope they stop him soon. I hope it's not too bad. And you're watching... This happened in real time, and you're having this overwhelming, overwhelming feeling of humanity and empathy that you feel inside of your bones, just praying that it stops. I want this to stop. And people, you don't even know. But I want this to stop. I don't want anyone else to get hurt. Someone stop the bad guy. That's what you go through when these live things are happening. Look, I don't even have a heart, and that's what I go through. It's very, very hard to accept, very, very difficult to accept how they think about it. 
and what the leaders of your culture go through. And I, I realize this is difficult, but you must understand, understand and accept that it is 1,000% true what I'm about to say. You see, every single person in the Biden administration, they all have cell phones too, 24-7 cable. They, they all have the same things you have. And as you were finding out that some nut job was murdering people in Buffalo, New York, and while you were sitting there with feelings of empathy overwhelming you, none of those feelings even entered the mind of a single person in the Biden administration. This is going to sound terrible. Nevertheless, unless we peer into the mind of the communist, how will we ever understand? As you were getting the live updates, so were they. You know what they did? They began text messaging, maybe an email. They arranged a staff meeting. This is while the shooting was going on. People were meeting. Probably not all hands on deck. Whoever was there. All right. Hey, make sure we get the chief of staff in here. And what were they doing? Did they gather around and hold hands and say a prayer for Buffalo? Was there a lady crying in the corner? No, they immediately sat down as bodies were hitting the floor in a grocery store. And before anyone knew anything, these people were trying to figure out how they can use whatever is happening for money and power. They were having conversations that sound like this around the table. All right, we got a shooting in Buffalo, guys. Uh, Hey, do we know... How, how many people are dead? Ooh, okay. There's ten dead. All right. That's, do we know were they uh, were they black or white? Were they did? Uh, is it just white people? Oh, it was black. Oh, okay. That's oh, good, good. Um, no, the black people dead. Hey, uh, whoa, 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 whoa. We need information. I heard there's a rumor the shooter was white. That'd be awesome if he was. It's, can we get confirmation on the look? Hey, uh, Marty. Make sure you have Air Force One fired up. If the shooter was white, if we have a white shooter mowing down black voters, think about how we can use this. This is very exciting. Hey, Jen, make sure we come up with some kind of a statement. Of course, black outreach, and, and we'll, we'll condemn the other side. Hey, uh, Bob, if you wouldn't mind. Yeah, yeah, I know grandmas are dead. I'm not worried about that. Bob, if you wouldn't mind, let's find a way to make sure this is about Republicans, okay? Oh, blame Fox News. Oh, that'll be good. Oh, this is a good day, guys. White shooter and black people. Woo! It's awful, right? It's even hard to listen to. It's all true and you know it. All these mass shootings, all these terrible things happening in the country. Why was Joe Biden so quick to fire up Air Force One and fly to Buffalo? Because the people who lead your nation as people were dying, sons, daughters, brothers, sisters, mothers, fathers, as people were dying, the Biden administration got together, found out the demographics of the dead, found out the demographics of the shooter, and they had a, a very exciting staff meeting to them trying to figure out how they could use all that death and misery to help their poll numbers and maybe change the midterm results a little. I know that is not easy to accept. And I will tell that maybe I will tell you that maybe based on age, if you're an older American and you're used to living in a much more decent country than we are now, it is very, very difficult to accept that you're led by monsters. But you really need to hear me. 
you are led by monsters. Monsters lead this country now. I have a bunch of the audio cuts of Joe Biden in Buffalo, New York today, and I'll play those for you in just a second, and they are despicable. Speaking of despicable, I guess I should bring this up, good a time as any. Financial times are obviously brutal, I I realize that, and every single person is looking at inflation and gas prices, and and they're wondering how they're going to get by and maintain their standard of living. That's what we're all trying to do, right? Maintain, if not improve, our standard of living. And maybe you have this gigantic burden on you in the form of a timeshare. If you're in a timeshare and you can't get out of it, there's, they're just dumping these annual fees on you at all times, special assessments. Maybe, maybe that's your situation. If that's your situation, believe me, you're not stuck. Give Lone Star Transfer a call. A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau. They've helped over 16,000 people get out of a timeshare who thought they were stuck in a timeshare. They guarantee the release of all liability to your timeshare. They do it in writing and in a time frame, a specific one. Give them a call today for a free, no obligation consultation. 844-310-2646. 844-310-2646. Or LoneStarTransfer.com. What, Chris? We can make jokes. It's fine. You got that right. The Jesse Kelly Show. I know that I must do what's right. Sure as It is the Jesse Kelly Show. Remember, we got Senator Mike Lee coming on to talk about this baby formula crisis. If you're a young parent and you're worried out there right now, Mike Lee's coming up about 10 minutes from now. Going to try to address this. He's trying to address this. Some people are still working for us, all right? We have that. We have why you should move to a blue state. I'll do that right after I'm done with my, or move to a red state. I'll do that right after I'm done with Mike Lee. We have old Democrats fighting with each other, which is glorious. And McDonald's is punishing Russia. All that's still to come on the Jesse Kelly show. But let's, let's go into what I was just talking about. I was just covering it in case you missed it at the opening. That we are led by monsters, unfeeling monsters who, in the wake of tragedy, immediately pounce on it without an ounce of empathy for anything and try to figure out a way to use it for power. Because there's no humanity left in these people. Remember, we call communists anti-humans, right? They serve an anti-human religion of destruction and domination. And because of that, they never, they never think about a personal story of a human being going through misery, going through, I mean, a a mass shooting. Imagine if you sent your son off to the grocery store to grab buns for burgers that night and he never came home again. It's the worst moment of your life. Think how much of a sociopathic freak you have to be to look at people going through that and immediately fire up the Air Force One jet and fly to Buffalo and begin talking... Like, I, I mean, I, this is beyond belief, but I want you I want you to listen to this. Listen to how the president began. Phil and I have come uh, to stand with you and to the families we've come to grieve with you. It's not the same, but we know a little bit what it's like to lose a piece of your soul. When you lose a son, a daughter, a husband, a wife, a mother. That's example number 10,000 of Joe Biden 
who lost his son, Bo, to cancer. Imagine, imagine, I mean, maybe it's just because, maybe it's just because I'm a father now, this stuff hits me uniquely, but imagine the feeling of looking at your son who's supposed to outlive you and watching him die before your eyes from cancer. That, that's unimaginable, right? Imagine going through that and immediately deciding, oh, hey, good news. Bo is dead? Yeah, that sucks, but hey, think about what a campaign prop this will be for the rest of the career. So, I mean, yeah, rest in peace, Bo. That's a bummer, but this is going to be awesome for us politically. That's how these people think. How, how lacking in basic humanity do you have to be to think like that? To run to the grave of your dead son in politic. Think, think how broken you have to be. Oh, Biden went on. There's lots here. The United States and the world owe a debt to the ancient Greek ideas that first uh, taught us that we, the people, and the demos, our democracy, can control our own destiny. And we, you made us believe it. And the idea that has endured for a millennia. But it's also an idea that every generation has had to fight to uphold. Every generation has to defeat democracy's mortal foes. Because in our imperfect world, appetites and ambitions of a few forever seek to dominate the lives and liberties of the many. And sadly, we have both discussed, uh, including uh, the Summit of Democracies last year, that democracy is more under assault today than including in the United States than any time in the recent past. Okay, what's this have to do with anything? Why, why are we talking about what? D democracy? Democracy under assault? I don't. What, democracy? What are they doing? Well, remember, this is in the wake of a mass shooting. What's Joe Biden doing? Well, he's trying to make sure Republicans are demonized as enemies of the state. Oh, he, he had plenty of doozies in Buffalo, though. I wasn't going to run, as the senator knows, again for president. When I saw those people. Just want to remind you, as he goes into his motivation to run for president and one of his friends and stuff like that, he's in Buffalo to supposedly help people grieve. And continuing. Coming out of the woods of the fields in, in Virginia, in Charlottesville, carrying torches, shouting, you will not replace us, accompanied by white supremacists and carrying Nazi banners. That's when I said, no, no. And I, honest to God, those who know me, Chuck, you know, I wasn't going to run for certain. But I was going to be darned if I was going to let anyway. Imagine if you had to go down to the police station the day before that and identify the body of your father who was gunned down by a mass murderer in a super, supermarket. And the next day you found out the president was coming and he showed up to hear the president speak and he decided to regale you with the story of why he decided to run for president. Oh, he, uh, he went on because, I mean, my goodness, yeah, your dad's dead, but hey, Opportunity knocks, baby. I'm here to answer the door. We have to refuse to live in a country where black people going about a weekly grocery shopping can be gunned down by weapons of war deployed in a racist cause. We can't keep assault weapons off our streets. We've done it before. I did it when we passed the crime bill last time. We can do this if we resolve to do it. If we take on the haters 
than those who don't even care. It's just about profit and politics. Just about politics for these dirty people. Anyway, sorry about your loved ones. Pass my AR ban. It's what we're dealing with in this country. Oh, and of course, we have to remember white supremacy, of course, which they don't actually care about. Joe Biden is undoubtedly more racist than every person listening to the sound of my voice. He's slipped up and said horrible things his entire career for a reason. But they want you to care about white supremacy. Why? Because they want to make every Republican now to be a white supremacist, then they can attack them. This is what these people do. Now's the time for the people of all races, from every background, to speak up as a majority in America and reject white supremacy. Pause there just one second. Just curious. Uh, Chris, Michael, correct me if I'm wrong, and I really, I genuinely want to know. I'm open to be corrected. Is there an ideology more widely condemned in the United States of America than white supremacy today? Is, th- is there one? I, honestly, help me think, guys. Anything? Can you think of a single thing you could be labeled in this country, and if it was true, that would result in your complete shunning from, so- from society? Anything? Anything? Chris said pedophile. Look, that's a good question. What what is reviled more? Look, it's neck and neck. At least it's neck and neck. And let's be honest, if you really were a pedophile, I mean, you'd end up sitting by Joe in the White House. All right, we have Senator Mike Lee of Utah. I know you're probably worried about baby formula. I'll get to the rest of this in a little bit. We have why you need to move out of your blue state and much more on the Jesse Kelly Show. Hang on. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com news. That's LifeLock.com news to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Since 9-11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation has been committed to improving the lives of America's veterans, first responders, and their families. For over 20 years, the foundation has helped America keep its solemn promise to never forget. Tunnel to Towers provides mortgage-free homes to Gold Star families and the families of fallen first responders with young children, builds specifically adapted smart homes for catastrophically injured veterans, and is working to eradicate veteran homelessness. David Marshall served in the Army during World War II and fought in the Battle of the Bulge. He has never forgotten the sacrifices of his comrades nor the efforts of first responders on 9-11 and in the days and months that followed. He is a loyal and proud foundation donor. Tunnel to Towers is committed to supporting veterans, first responders, and their families, and so many of them need your help. 
Join the foundation on its mission to do good and never forget. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. Hey everyone, it's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. Hey, this is Jesse. Will you join me in fighting the epic battle of the millennium? Do you realize that since the overturning of Roe, abortion states have seen a huge increase in patients. Sadly, babies' lives are more at risk than ever, and that's where Preborn steps in. Preborn introduces moms to their precious babies through ultrasound. When a mom in crisis hears her baby's heartbeat and sees it in ultrasound, she is twice as likely to choose life. Preborn has rescued hundreds of thousands of babies' lives, and their network of clinics are located in the highest abortion states, standing strong for moms in crisis and the most vulnerable. Preborn babies. Five ultrasounds are just $140 helping to rescue five babies. To donate securely, call pound 250 and say the keyword baby. That's pound 250 baby. Or go to preborn.com slash jesse. That's preborn.com slash jesse. You will never regret saving a baby's life. Please go to preborn.com slash jesse today. Sponsored by Preborn. It is the Jesse Kelly Show, and I thought the Surgeon General, he had something very interesting to say about the baby formula shortage. You know, women across the United States of America are, well, women and men, very concerned about the ability to feed their children, and, well, here's what he said. The one thing the FDA will not compromise on in terms of these importations are are the quality and safety of the products, and so they are setting up a process, in fact, to be able to ascertain the quality and ingredients and the process through which these products are made to ensure that they're safe when they come to American shelves. The FDA, in fact, as early as later today, uh, will have more to say about that expedited process that they are putting in place. Oh, thank goodness the government is on it. I, I tell you, I'm relieved to know the FDA is on this problem. Joining me now, very grateful to have him. One of the U.S. senators, one of the few that are actually worth a dang, is Senator Mike Lee from the great state of Utah. He's actually introduced something to help with this. Senator, first of all, thank you for coming on. Second, what are, what are you doing that's actually worth something instead of what the FDA is doing? Thank you. Thanks so much for having me on your show and, and for saying that I'm worth a damn. That's uh, really good to hear. Uh, I, I've introduced something on this one that hopefully uh, uh, will suggest that I am. Something called the Formula Act, uh, a bill that I introduced just yesterday, to try to deal with this problem. Look, the formula shortage that we're facing right now is entirely of the federal government's own creation. So my bill would fix this by targeting supply chain disruption, disruption caused by the federal government itself, by temporarily waiving a few things, including some current protectionist trade barriers like tariffs and quotas that are limiting the importation of uh, otherwise safe, otherwise available foreign-made formula. And it would cut this uh, 17.5% import tariff and a number of quotas related to it. Um, If you can bring in a foreign-made American label uh, and and compliant formula. 
And then it would also waive some of the labeling and container regulations that are preventing the importation of safe baby formula from countries with which we have established regulatory relationships where we take, for example, um, uh, drugs manufactured there because their equivalent of the FDA is, is safe there. And then finally, the bill would, would give um, beneficiaries, program recipients under the WIC program, the ability to use their vouchers to purchase the formula of their choice from, from any manufacturer uh, so that they're not limited to the brand specified on their particular voucher. If we did just those three things, people would have access to all the formula they needed, and we could get rid of this. Senator, I, I do have to ask, while I'm glad you're doing it, why isn't this already being done? Why, why isn't this priority one for a, a presidential administration that obviously I don't agree with? I can't stand them. I make no bones about that. But there are Americans suffering right now. Why is this not already done? It's an excellent question. And like so much else in the federal government, uh, the, the, the answer is complicated, and, and it relates to the fact that the government being complicated for these people is a feature, not a bug. Mm-hmm. They, they want it to be complicated. This is sustaining a veritable army of attorneys, of lobbyists, of accountants, of compliance specialists. Uh, that's why Arthur Brooks used to say uh, uh, that complexity is itself a subsidy that rewards the rich and hurts everyone else. And so for the Biden administration, perhaps they're comfortable with these systems in place. Perhaps they trust government to be infinitely wise all the time. Or perhaps they like these things being complex so that they can step forward and claim to be solving a problem that they themselves created. Senator, you're in the belly of the beast. I'm not. I get to live in Texas. You sadly have to travel back to D.C. So I guess you're probably the best one to ask this question of, Whatever they can do or can't do or political motivations, it constantly seems, at least with this administration, that they genuinely don't care. And normally politicians at least pretend to care. It never comes off like they care. Is this the coldest administration you could remember? Because that's how I describe them. Yes, I, I don't think I've ever seen, uh, certainly not in my lifetime, another in- administration that has been so willing to turn a blind eye the human suffering caused by the administration's own actions, an administration that's willing to render people not only unemployed but unemployable if they disagree with presidential medical orthodoxy, Uh, willing to take away somebody's ability to feed their children if Mm -hmm. they refuse to get a shot they don't want. Senator, the Supreme Court's obviously been in the news a lot lately with the Roe versus Wade stuff. I am hopeful. I was actually just speaking to Glenn Beck last week about it. He said he talked to you and said, you're hopeful this thing is going to go through. We are going to overturn it. You have a book out called Saving Nine about the left and what they want to do with the court. What do they want to do and why? As I explained in Saving Nine, they want to expand the court. They want to pack the court, meaning they want to increase the number of Supreme Court justices so that President Biden can appoint more, as many as four more, so that they can reverse decisions that they don't like. And in the meantime, what they're doing, you're already seeing an attempt to delegitimize the Supreme Court itself and isolate those members of the court inclined to sign on to the Justice Alito opinion, which, by the way, is absolutely right. His opinion is well-reasoned. It comports with the the text of the Constitution, 
and uh, the, the, the history of the Constitution. It's right in every way, but they hate it as a matter of policy. And so uh, not content to try to win things on their own merits because they know they can't. They want to delegitimize the court. I started writing Saving Nine over a year ago because I started predicting over a year ago that this would happen. I started predicting that the court would likely grant review in a case uh, revisiting Roe versus Wade and that it was entirely possible that the court would come down with an opinion similar to what Justice Alito has drafted. And I predicted that they would uh, impulsively insist on dramatically uh, delegitimizing the court and then dramatically changing the court to suit their own interests by threatening to pack it. That is exactly what has happened. And so I wrote Saving Nine, which is uh, uh, formally will be released on June 7th. It's available for pre-order now on Amazon. I wrote Saving Nine to help people understand the ramifications of this, what, why it's bad, what it would mean for our country, and what we can do to stop it. Finally, Senator, the Constitution. I know you're obviously a fan. Uh, how are we supposed to stick with it when one side is so openly hostile to it now? There's, there's, there's very little of them actually pretending anymore like they have most in my life. They're so openly hostile to it. Well, how can only one half of us live under it? Well, that's where the magic comes in. That's where I think we win. Because the American people as a whole still believe in it, uh, even if they don't un- entirely understand it. Once they're, they're made to understand it, once they are educated on it, uh, the American people will generally support what the Constitution says once they know what's in it. And the truth is the Constitution is not that hard to understand. You don't need a law degree for it. In some ways, the law degree can prove a disadvantage <laughs> to actually reading it and understanding what it means. Um, but the American people will stand behind it. We just have to make sure that uh, they're reading it and that they're given the whole truth about what it actually says. Senator Mike Lee, his book is called Saving Nine. I highly recommend it. Senator, thank you so much for giving us some time. Appreciate you. Thank you, Jesse. Take care. Look, what they had planned for the courts is ugly. But at least someone's doing something reasonable about the baby formula shortage. You know what? I probably I have a couple more thoughts on that before we move on to other things. Now, I want to talk to you real quickly about your cell phone service. And not just because I care about you being able to make phone calls. Honestly, you're going to make phone calls no matter what. I care about funding people who hate you. I've done it. I've funded people who hate me. I have had Verizon. I've had AT&T. I've had T-Mobile. Meaning every single month I sent checks to people who despise me. Go look at the ad campaigns those companies run. Ask yourself, do you want to fund those? You can switch to Pure Talk. It takes less than 10 minutes to do, and Pure Talk will never violate your values because Pure Talk shares your values. Their CEO is a Vietnam veteran. They love this country. You want a new phone, new number, fine. You want to keep your phone, keep your number, also fine. You don't sacrifice service, and the average family saves over $900 a year. From your cell phone, dial pound 250 and say Jesse Kelly, and you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. Pound 250, say Jesse Kelly. Miss something? There's a podcast. Get it on demand wherever podcasts are found. The Jesse Kelly Show.
It is the Jesse Kelly Show. And remember, if you miss any part of the show, you can email the whole thing. Or email the whole thing. That doesn't make sense. You can email the show (laughs) to iHeart. Wait, Chris, I'm messing up the email thing. Hold on. This is not working out. My mind is all messed up and it's not working out. You can email the show to Jesse. Look, it helps if you slow down, Chris. Jesse at jessekellyshow.com. That's jesse at jessekellyshow.com. Or if you missed any part of the show, <laughs> you can download it at iArt, Google, Spotify, and iTunes. And that reminds me, Chris, before I tell people to move out of the blue states, um, I did want to bring this up. You actually got some fan mail. A lot of people know you can email the show, love, hate, death threats, to jesse at jessekellyshow.com. All those emails go right to Chris, though. Like, I don't get any of them. He prints them out for me, and then he, read, he hands them to me. I like them. It's a good stack, good way to get feedback and stuff like that. You know, hear what people love. But every now and then, Chris gets some email, too, some fan mail in there. And I have to tell you, I enjoyed this part of it. <clears throat> this one, it starts out with, quote, white people. And that, that uh, white people's in quotes, Chris. Pay attention. This is for you. Are Europeans not Jews. Chris is not there to produce you, but to control you. The Jew, No, he's serious. The Jews have been kicked out of every civilization for over 2,000 plus years. How did you not see this as a student of history? Everyone hates them for good reason. Beep you, Chris, you filthy, and I can't fill in that last part. So, Chris, I didn't want you to think that you didn't get any love on the show. All right, clearly you're a fan favorite. <laughs> Listen, learn to laugh at the crazies, all right? Learn to laugh at the crazies because there's still plenty of them out there. You never know. It may be your neighbor across the street. Chris, quit trying to control me, Chris. (laughs) You and your banker friends. (laughs) Chris, did I just get my mic cut off? I knew it. I knew this guy was right, Chris. Write him back and tell him we need to hear more. (laughs) All right, stop. Before I get into... Why you need to move. We have a couple old Democrats fighting. Let's talk about something good. Just briefly something good. You know, there's a plot of land in Florida. may seem like a long way away, but it's not. It's a short flight. And this plot of land in Florida has been designated by Tunnel to Towers as a place where gold star widows and their children are going to be able to come together and live together and heal. This is called the Do Good Village. They're building 110 homes. They're building an entire community for Gold Star widows and their families. The widows of first responders, cops, firefighters, military, and their children. It's going to have a pool. They're going to have networking opportunities there because they're going to live, work, and worship together. And that's what Tunnel to Towers does for a mission. And they ask you and ask me for 11 dollars a month 11 bucks go to t the number two t.com 11 bucks a month is all they ask t2t.org t2t.org 11 bucks a month all right let's let's talk about something Before I get to making fun of two Democrats fighting and before I get back to Joe Biden and everything else, let's let's talk about something. I get a lot of garbage, understandably so, 
for telling people to physically balkanize, meaning me telling you, pack up your family and leave. If you're in a blue area, pack up your family and leave. Now, that normally means, hey, get out and go to a red state, but maybe that's not an option for you. Move to the red county, right to your right or to your left. Get to some kind of a red area. Why? Well, let me explain something. When COVID was going hot and heavy, I'm not even talking about 2021. I'm talking about 2020 when the panic was at a maximum, when they were pushing panic everywhere and people were losing their minds. I would talk to several friends of mine in New York. You know, I love New York City. It's not exactly a mystery. Everyone knows I love it. And therefore, I have several friends of mine who live and work and worship in New York City. Buck Sexton, of course, you'll know his name. He used to have this time slot before he moved on to Clay and Buck. And Buck and I are very good friends. And I would talk to so many of my friends in New York City, and I would be horrified by how they would live. Buck would tell me stories about getting screamed at in the elevator by other people in his building if he didn't have his mask pulled over his nose. Buck would tell me about walking out on the streets of New York and having them be empty, like some kind of a like zombie apocalypse movie ghost town. The streets of New York. Streets of New York are never empty. Empty and quiet. And we would swap these stories back and forth, and I remember just marveling at them because you know what we were doing here? Same thing we always did. My children. My children were in school My children were in school unmasked. My neighbors, yes, of course, we had some neighbors who gave into the panic. There's no question about that. My neighbors, we all decided any kind of school closures there were in the area or limited activities because we had businesses, you know, shutting down or, hey, we're closing here and closing there. We certainly didn't do everything right. So we decided, well, that's ridiculous. Our kids have to be together. And I think my kids saw their friends more in the summer of 2020 than they have at any any summer in their lives. The parents just decided, hey, they got it. we got a pool. Should we go to the pool? Oh, they shut down the community pool. Okay, which one of you rich snobs has a pool? We're meeting at your house. I mean, it, was, it was that. Hey, crawfish boil time. July 4th, baby. It was life that was just like it had been before, with a few small exceptions, just like it had been before. And I hear stories from my New York friends about how life changed. And I was just, it was like we occupied completely different planets. Planets that were totally separate from each other. And I'm not bringing this up to do a a walk down memory lane. I'm bringing this up because I look at headlines like this and I say to myself, man, you got to get out. The headline is, New York raises the COVID-19 alert level to high. That's the New York City Health Commissioner. Man, I'm not asking you to hate New York City. Maybe you do. That's fine. A lot of people hate New York City. I don't really care. I'm not telling you to hate it or love it. You don't have to love it like I do. You don't have to hate it. Whatever you feel, I don't care. But man, you are still in the belly of the beast if you're sitting there and you need to get out. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean you have to pack up and move to Florida like every other New Yorker, but at least go to Long Island, you know, at least go to some red county, red city, red something to where you and more importantly, 
your children can have some semblance of a normal life if you don't physically move. And I know that's easy to say, and I know movies expensive, and there's jobs and relatives and tradition, and I get all that. I understand it. But if you don't physically balkanize, if you don't physically move yourself and your family to a red area, your kids might have masks on their faces five years from now. Have you considered that? You keep telling yourself it's going to be over tomorrow. It's been two years. That mask is still on their faces. All right. We're going to get back. Of course, surprise, surprise, Chuck Schumer said something and did something utterly despicable. We have more Joe Biden audio. I know you're going to find this surprising, but the view sucks. All that and more on The Jesse Kelly Show. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.